mean, you've been putting in work for so long. Putting in a lot of work. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Putting In Work, episode 49. It's only one week until the episode 50 mailbag. So get those questions in. Use the hashtag 50PIW or just hit me up any other way you feel like. This week's review of the week on iTunes goes to Jay Butter from Australia, who says, Putting In Work always features guests with practical and achievable suggestions for listeners. I can't wait for more episodes to be uploaded. Well, there's plenty more to come, Jay Butter, including this week's guest, Nick Cascarella from AV Youth. For those who don't know, AV Youth is a fashion label which describes itself as a nerd and pop culture lifestyle brand. So Nick started this label a few years ago and he's been running it completely DIY, punk rock style, out of the basement kind of thing. And it's really struck a nerve with a lot of the people in the community that I'm part of. And the proof of this is that I actually know what it is. I actually heard of this brand. I came across it many times, scrolling through Twitter or Instagram or whatever, people pimping the new gear that they've got, excited to support their friends. And that's a lot of what we're going to talk about, the community and word of mouth support that's necessary for small businesses like this to get going. I talked to Nick a little bit about my own endeavor launching some merch for putting in work and he encouraged me to plug it as much as possible. So here we go. Head to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash putting in work. You can get tons of t-shirts, hoodies, jumpers, crewnecks, mugs, stickers, whatever you want. It's all there. Women's, juniors, men's. My dad just ordered a t-shirt. PS2 inspired putting in work. Something for everyone. It's a great way to support the show as well as telling your friends and I guess you can tell them just by wearing a cool t-shirt. But anyway, enough of that for now. Here is Nick Cascarella from AV Youth. Enjoy the show. Thanks for joining me, Nick. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Let's start off with maybe just describing what AV Youth is and how it started. Sure, sure. Uh, it is a clothing line that is, uh, I would say, pop culture and nerd culture relevant clothing. I like to kind of like describe it as a, um, a self-portrait. I've always been very into nerd culture, I guess, before it was called nerd culture, you know, yeah. when it was just... Being a nerd. I don't know, things yeah. that I liked. <laughs> yeah, when it was just things that I liked and, and people didn't really get it yet. You know, I grew up, Star Wars was my religion, video games was what me and my friends did, playing magic cards is what me and my friends did. Um, also, growing up, I've always just been really, really entranced i guess by by trends and like why why trends catch on the way that they do and and what they are and why what about them gravitates like people gravitate to them as well as just like fashion and style and you know when i was younger being i remember being in like third grade and like i needed (laughs) needed jenko jeans like needed them like (laughs) like i need oxygen of course, in third grade, like, what do I know about anything? But, like, I knew that, you know, they were different. They were, uh, quote, cool, whatever. And I, like, and I just needed them. So I've always just, like, been into fashion trends as well as, like, all things that are now, like, mainstream pop culture, but, like, all the nerd stuff, comic books, whatever. Uh, and AV Youth was just, like, the culmination of everything that I love. And I just decided one day, like, this is something I would like to try. Yeah. There was nothing. There was nothing in the space for me. Uh, there was nothing in clothing that really spoke to me. There was nothing in like you go into a Walmart and like you can get shirts with video game stuff on them, but like it didn't speak to my sense of style. And there was nothing in the in the video game space that was making clothing that uh, that really spoke to my style. Yeah. So instead of um, not getting anything, <laughs> I made my own stuff. That's funny because. 
nerds are inherently unfashionable, like traditionally speaking. <laughs> sure. It's, it's definitely changed. Yeah. Now that everything is like very mainstream, like all this stuff, you, you know, you go to, you go to a comic con and when I first started going to them, you would not see this, but you know, you go to a comic con and you see like this guy walk in and he's wearing like Yeezys and a Supreme box logo, like hoodie, which, you know, if you're into like street fashion, whatever, that's like, that's like a, <laughs> like a $6,000 outfit that the man's wearing to a comic book convention. You never would have seen that. And now it is. People I think are just more uh, willing to say, no, I like this. This is what I like. I like to dress like this, but I also like these things that are considered socially taboo at one point. Yeah. But you know, at the time when I, when I first started developing AV Youth, there wasn't anything really for me. That I that was speaking to me on a, a level. There was a few clothing lines that they were around for a little bit and then they fell off, and so I just decided to go for it. Sure. I don't know. I didn't have any backing. How long ago was that? <laughs> uh, the the original idea for AV Youth was, oh boy, uh, f- like five years ago now. Okay. It was like the 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 initial the initial idea, which is is so different from what it was originally. Okay. Yeah, um, it's interesting, like, even in those five years, it's changed so much. I walk into the Target or Kmart or whatever, and there's, like, Star Wars t-shirts everywhere and the Avengers and everything that's kind of cool in the cinema oh, yeah. at the moment. But when I was, uh, I remember being 18 and finding an Avengers t-shirt at Target and thinking, how did this get here? Like, there was never anything like that available my sure. whole teenage years when I wanted that kind of thing. So, it's changed so much, and I think that the younger nerds, they probably don't appreciate how accessible that culture and the fashion side of that culture is now. Yeah, it's it's wild. It really is. It's it's crazy from you know, you'd freak out. Like I would be younger and be like, "Wow, this place this place sells comic books or like, you know, or like anything like that trading cards or anything that you can go in anywhere now and they're everywhere." But yeah, it's it is wild and yeah, like I said, that was just that was really where it came from was like I came up with this idea and I I ran it by my then girlfriend who's now my wife, you know, and she was like it's really cool, and, like, it's you. You know, like, these are all things you love. You should give it a try. And it actually didn't really come to be for a few years after that. There was, like, a lot of planning. Mm. So what were you doing at the time for work and, like, <laughs> studying? Like, did you have any career aspirations before this idea? <laughs> no. Yeah, so I'm not an academic at all. School never clicked for me at all. Um, I'm definitely, like, undiagnosed ADHD. Like growing up, my mom, you know, when I was younger, I was like, I really think like I might be ADD, ADH something because like this is not working for me. And she was just my mom was always just like, well, if you are, you are. And you just have to learn to live with it because I'm not going to put you on drugs. Um, So which like being older, like I totally respect that idea that like that decision as a parent. Um, But at the time I was like, lady, I'm struggling here. I can't even sit down for more than 10 minutes. But so school was never my thing. I was at the time I was working in a, a warehouse. I'm 28 now, so this was I was probably like 22. I just like kind of discovered podcasting. I'd like known what it was because of like the climate that I, you know, I'm in between, you know, video games and all this stuff, and that's mm-hmm. huge for that. Um, but I really like just gotten in maybe a year prior to like really sitting down and like listening, discovering, and falling in love with the with the medium. And I was listening to Kevin Smith, and he always talks about just like going for it, you know. And I was sitting there and I had always kind of like thought it would be cool to make clothing or make a shirt or make whatever. And I just decided I'm just going to go for it. So I just started playing around with ideas and names and really basic stuff. Like what I, what I would want, the person that would wear my clothing, what would they also wear? Things like that. 
really like coming up with like tangible like designs and stuff didn't come for years. It was a lot of like thinking about it and doing, which I regret spending so much time just thinking about it. I just wish that I had um, had someone give me the advice of just like just stop thinking about it and just start doing it. That would be like advice I would give anyone that's thinking about doing something is just go for it. There's so many avenues to chase any sort of a dream you have now between like the fact that you walk around with like a supercomputer in your pocket and mm. it can do everything you want it to do, whether make a movie, record audio, take pictures, take video, like you can do anything you want. It's crazy. You should just do it. Just try it because you never know what's going to happen. Sure. So when you finally got the courage to go and, and make it happen, yeah, well, maybe, maybe courage isn't the right word, but when you finally- No, definitely courage. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was so anxious. Yeah. About my first design. So, so anxious about like, you know, you've been thinking about this for so long and like, what am I going to do with it? And then you get them, you get the designs and you're like, wow, these are really cool. And then you're like, okay, we'll go to print. And like, you, you start getting the bills for everything, you know, and you're like, okay, I don't care because I think this is really cool. And then all of a sudden you get everything and you're like, all right. And you're setting up the website and you're like, is anyone going to fucking buy this? Does anyone even care? <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, it's so nerve wracking. I guess it would be like anything else. If you paint a painting and just like, is this even good enough to show anyone? Hmm. Yeah, I wrote a book recently and I definitely know that feeling of putting something yeah, out there and just being like, wild. well, that's it. It's there. Uh, hopefully you like it because I spent a lot of right, time but, on it. <laughs> but after you put it out, didn't it feel awesome oh, when yeah. you like started to get feedback? Yeah, absolutely. To this day, like if someone messages me and says, oh, hey, I just finished your book. It's like, oh man, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Like we were at, um, we were at New York Comic Con, um, well, we were in we were in this city in New York City uh, for New York Comic Con, and there was uh, some sort of community meetup, and we went, and a few people just like came up to me, people I'd never met before, and just being like, "Hey, I really love what you do, and I really, you know, I like your, you know, the podcast that goes along with it, and I like your, you know, everything you guys are doing." I like coasted off that for like a month, like <laughs> you know, like it's just yeah. like those little things when people are just like take notice to these things that you spend so much time so like up close to them, mm. and then you step back for a second. Someone's like, Hey, I appreciate what you're doing. It's, it's worth more than anything. Absolutely. It's crazy. So when you did get the courage to go off and make it happen, what was the first step that you took? Like you mentioned just going ahead and printing some stuff out. Was that after you'd put together a website and done a bit of a, like a marketing plan or what was the actual first step to (laughs) make, to making this happen? So the first, the first step was, uh, I, my friend, Steve, who was, who does it with us, who's a partner in it, um, you know, over the years I'd mentioned it to him here and there and he was like, Oh, it's a cool idea. I like it. And then one day, um, we were, we'd went to PAX South, maybe the first year that it, it had to be the first year that it ran. So like four years ago, three years ago now, PAX South, the first year it ran was a lot of like independent, smaller company, you know, and just being around this, like these smaller companies that were just so excited to be on the floor and having people play their games and like, Something about it just like really energized me, and I I messaged him and I was just like I really I really want to get this going and I really want to do it and like it seems like a lot of work and I don't know what I'm doing. Do you want to do it with me? You don't know what you're doing either. Like we'll just figure it out. And he was just like, yeah. He had just come into some money and was just like, fuck it, let's just do it. Let's just like let's just figure it out and let's just do it and like it'll be fun. Uh, if anything, we'll learn, we'll have a good time, and we'll you know maybe it'll lead to something else or. People will like it, and we'll keep doing it. From there, we were just spitballing ideas. It was just, I told them everything up to that point, what what I wanted the brand to be, and what, we didn't have a name yet. We didn't have uh, any sort of logo ideas. We didn't have anything like that. It was just like, it was just an idea. It was, 
some what would you want to wear was really like the base for it and and you said black stuff yeah a lot of a lot of black well see the thing is like <laughs> i come heavily from like the the punk and hardcore scene like sure. and grew up all the time going to punk shows going like all that so if you like all the designs that we do they're set up like punk t-shirts and like hardcore t-shirts because that's just like the that's the style that i i grew up being in and liking and even to this day like my style i like i'll dress you know i have a much more urban flair to my um to my wardrobe now than i did when i was younger but a lot of it is still like very has elements of like this like punk and hardcore kind of because that's just what i grew up wearing and liking of just you know like camo pants or camo shorts and like you know a black t-shirt that has the logo on it and mm. all the setup of the shirt is set up kind of like a punk you know a smaller breast logo with something big on the back or something you know something to that effect is like really all the clothing that i wore growing up so i just kind of like remade it into a more urbany kind of feel that was like the idea behind it or not even the idea i don't even think it was intentional it just like came together that way once you kind of built that idea of what you wanted it to be what was the practical steps that you took to make it happen um so i'm i would say overall artistically declined (laughs) (laughs) um you know i can safely say i'm i'm good at conceptualizing things and really knowing what i want something to be and how to be and strategically figuring all that out like my hands just wouldn't be able to create what what i need uh so luckily early on um a friend of ours who um is in a full-time touring band who when he's home from tour does a lot of artwork we were out to dinner and he was asking about it you know because he knew about it and I just, you know, I asked him, I was like, hey, you do, you know, you do a lot of cool artwork. He'll post on Instagram sometimes when he's home or like he'll do logos for other bands or something like that. I was like, do you want to take a crack at like making some of these shirts and whatever? It's like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, what are your ideas? And we started spitballing the ideas out to him. And he, he came back to me with like literally everything that I was in my head. He mm-hmm. like managed to like create. Um, so just from the jump, we had this really good chemistry and relationship of like me being able to tell him exactly what. I needed the, you know, the stuff to be and him being able to replicate it and create it exactly how I wanted. Um, and ever since then, it's always, we've had this really good relationship of just, you know, of this creative, really cool, we'll sit down for a couple hours and just really like vibe back and forth. And he really understands what the brand wants to be and gets where I'm coming from when I'm coming up with all this stuff. So we went to him. He came back with the logos. The lo- everything was like exactly how we wanted. Um, and we really managed to kind of like keep this like DIY punk rock kind of attitude about the whole thing while doing it. So like the the drummer of his band owns a screen cr- printing company. So like we kept everything all in, the, you know, quote, like all in the family. Like mm-hmm. he did the design work with us and then we sent it to his drummer to do the screen printing and... You know, then uh, Steve, my business partner's sister, is a couture uh, swimsuit designer. And she, uh, you know, threw us a bone and would, like, help us sew the tags on, teach us how to sew so that we could sew the tags on. And, like, everything was all in-house and very, like, close to home right from the beginning. That that felt familiar to us from just, like, you know, the kind of, like, punk rock grassroots that we came from. Yeah, it's cool that you had a community that was ready to help you out and 
and get yeah. you there. Yeah. So how much of your time does this take up now? Is this a full time thing? Is it one of many projects that you continually work on? How does it, how does that go? <laughs> so uh, I have a full time job. I work construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, work forty hours a week, just like swinging a hammer. And uh, then, as of lately, I've <laughs> been way slacking. But normally, I try to do. You know, I'll get home from work and I'll schedule tweet the social media stuff for, you know, an hour or two for the next day or two. Answer emails and, you know, it ends up being a lot. Like, it ends up being like two full-time jobs, basically. Um, Just taking care of everything. You know, package. we do all the packing. Distribution is out of my basement. Like, we don't have a distributor. We do everything ourselves. So, yeah, it's just a lot of kind of grunt work. But it's kind of also the fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. How do you manage the, I guess, the tension between wanting to make some money out of it, but just also wanting people to know about it and get the word out and do something yeah. that, that's cool? <laughs> uh, money, like money, would be cool just because I would rather do this as a job. But if I don't have to, you know, end up being, you hear about people, you know, starting companies and sinking all their money into it and going bankrupt. Like, fortunately, knock on wood, like, you know, we have a very awesome, loyal fan base that. Uh, supports us a lot and keeps the machine running, which is really cool. And it just, it lets us be creative. It lets us, you know, in our first year we did um, three, six, nine, like 15 pieces or something, like 15 different pieces, which is awesome. Like I couldn't imagine, like in our first year, I thought we were going to do our launch shirts and maybe a sweatshirt or something. And we were able to do jackets and sweaters and hats and all sorts of stuff. It was really awesome. Like we're very fortunate. We have a very loyal, loyal fans, which is really cool. Customers, yeah. supporters. That's awesome. So yeah. we kind of we kind of skipped a little bit, and that's the journey between starting it and getting it to the point that it's at now. So can you talk about how you built that community that supports you and made <sighs> AV Youth into a name? Because I've never talked to you before today, and I didn't right. follow you on Twitter until like this week. But mm-hmm. I've known about AV Youth for so long because the community that I'm in seems to be some of the people that. Are fans of yours? No, I'm now. This is it's always so weird for me because you know, obviously, I'm on the inside, and like we're not a big brand by any means, but we do have like a very loyal fan base. Um, how did you discover it? I'm just I've never actually really asked anybody. <laughs> it's it's literally just friends of mine, right? Posting photos and tweeting about AV youth, you know, like yeah, people on Twitter and. That kind of thing. It, right. It's, it's just like, it's so weird from my side. You know, like I put out a tweet and I go, I wonder who even sees this. You know what I mean? Like how far does this does this yeah. really go? How far? Like, I think a lot of my um, friends, I don't know if you've like paid them to model for you, but you've used their photos in tweets and that kind of thing. Um, so. Yeah. So we're very, we're super fortunate. No one, <laughs> no one asks us for anything. <laughs> which is really cool. Um, but we get a lot, a lot of our friends are just like, yeah, I'll just like, I'll take pictures if you want, you know, and stuff like that, which is really awesome. There's like, there's a few people that without them, this brand is like literally just wouldn't function. Like my friend, um, Sean Thomas, he does video photography, web design, like everything. He was so instrumental in, in creating this with me and just like, bringing it to life like just hours sitting down and like designing the website and taking photos and videos like any of our promotional videos he's done and you know we've come up with the ideas for or he'll come up he'll just text me and be like i have this idea for a video we should do it like without having him like the it would look like such a <laughs> a piece of shit without him and like the presentation would be so yeah. bad um 
But that that's so cool to just hear. Like I've never really asked anyone like how you like how anyone's like discovered it because it always to me it just seems like people knew it through this people through this people. But sure. you know I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> weird to me. It's funny. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm one of those people like I've seen it through these other people who have seen it through yeah. someone else originally but yeah so how, how did it get to cool. the point that it's at now basically a lot of it has to do with um the kind of funny mm-hmm. community because i was a big fan involved going to conventions hanging out with people meeting people um before av youth started and then when it was at playstation experience two years ago three years ago um i was sitting with a bunch of people um, from the community one night and just kind of like pitched the rough idea. Like, and they really, they really seemed like, Hey, you should really do that. And I was kind of like hearing it from your peers was enough to like really put it into gear and, and get it out. And um, I think a lot of it just has to do with, I had a lot of friends that were willing to just put it to that wanted to put it on and wear it and show it off and, kind of own it like it was theirs kind of adopted the brand as though yeah they had like skin in the game which is awesome honestly half the people that like it probably wouldn't have even known it existed if it wasn't for them sure so i guess it's a combination of community support and and word of mouth right absolutely oh i mean community like community is so important if you want to grow anything i think people underestimate how powerful a community can be if you're as you know, you are like with the kind of funny community is like, it's a strange kind of anomaly on the Mm. internet of like people that are just like so willing to support each other and help each other out. And I think that's been like instrumental in growing the brand for sure. That's funny. It's a similar to with my, I mentioned my book, I wouldn't have been published without Mm -hmm. that community. Like it just wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't have got to my crowdfunding level. And yeah, it's it's crazy. It's just open. It opens things up so much to have, you know, that many people who, because they're interested in the same things, they automatically will just get behind you. Sure. Yeah, it's awesome. It's cool. And like, I've even had people that are just like, hey, don't really like the clothes, but I think it's really awesome that you're Mm. doing it. You know what I mean? Which is like, just as awesome to me. You know what I mean? Like people that are just willing to support other creators or support anyone that's really out there trying to get after it. So what's been the hardest part of keeping it going and and building it up to what it is at the moment? (laughs) Growth is really hard. You kind of, you hit plateaus, you know, and we're definitely in the middle of a plateau. So when, when you don't see growth, it definitely can take the wind out of your sails a little bit. So like motivation is definitely an Mm -hmm. issue. It gives you like the highest highs and the lowest lows. When you see like new customers, right? Buying things is always awesome to me. I love it. Love to see new names that I don't recognize from like filling out um, orders. But you know, you'll go, I'll go like weeks without like really any like traction, whether it's, you know, like real instrumental, like um, social media growth or interaction on social media or, you know, anything like that. And that can be like, oh, man, like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, why am I putting so much work into this? But then, you know, I'll have like a really great month where we get a bunch of orders, a bunch of new followers, a bunch of, you know, whatever, new people talking and and it's awesome. So for me, at least, motivation is always like the hardest part, especially when like this was just like an idea that I had and was like, this would be really awesome if I did this. I wasn't like younger being like, this is what I want to do when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't even know what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> so how do you decide how much of your time and resources or even just finances that you're going to sink into it before it becomes too much or too difficult? I don't know. I think we lately have been kind of having that of just like, 
what, where does this go? Do we do this forever? Do we, you know, do we not? Do we, that was like, I told you before we started, I was just at a meeting for another project and like, which I'm really excited about. And all the things that I'm bringing into the, just the planning of that other project, like I wouldn't have even been able to like really even plan this other project if I haven't gone through all the things that I've been through to this point. It's one of those things where like, do I, I don't know if I ever want to let it go. You know, you can do it forever. Yeah. I guess like we have, as long as our community that we're building, like supports it, we could go forever. But at at what point is enough enough? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I can be like really impulsive. So who knows? It could be tomorrow. (laughs) That's going to keep things interesting. If you are that impulsive. Yeah. Who knows? I could have a, I could have a rough week and just decide it's over. (laughs) Or who knows? Who knows? I hope it doesn't get to that so quickly anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I hope so. For anyone that's interested in launching a fashion label or to do merch, like I, I myself, I've just launched a merch store for this podcast. I put up 13 designs and I'd love for people to buy them or to at least see them. So what's your advice to people who want to start it up, but also get the word out there? Get, get ready to work really hard and have minimal payoff in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but also like really cherish the, uh, the growing experience. I don't know. I'm like, I'm really big into like everything you do is, a uh, is growing. You know, you're, you're constantly growing as a person, whether it's, you know, emotionally, intellectually, mm-hmm. like, you know, this is, it's been super hard. This whole company has been hard to do from the beginning. But like, like I was just saying, like my next things that I'm, I'm excited about and even growing AV youth, I couldn't have done without all the things I learned along the way. So just like really take it all in and, like not not every design is a hit. I have like stacks and stacks of some designs downstairs that like just don't sell. <laughs> they just and I just have piles of them in the basement. But you know, it was something that I was passionate about making. I thought it was going to be good. It was good for me. I liked it. Went ahead and made it. Didn't really hit. That's fine. Like you'll never have to do your laundry if you uh, go through. <laughs> oh man, my I I have like a ridiculous um a ridiculously big closet, <laughs> and I have like a, just a rack. <laughs> my own shirts that i i'm like uh in like a cartoon if you go in like a cartoon closet and yeah. it's like the same outfit over and over and over i have like 50 of the yeah. same fucking shirt just hanging up it's funny <laughs> is, is there any like practical steps people can take to increase their this is the success of their brand because i know a lot of people have have had the same thought that you had once upon a time of i've got a cool idea for a design i'm gonna start something up but then just you put it out there and nothing really happens. So what's the, the way to go about it? Just reach out to people. Don't be afraid. You know, everybody knows somebody. You're like, you know people. You know you know people. You have friends. Social media is so powerful. Just like reaching out to your friends and being like, hey, I made this thing. I think it's really cool. Like, do you mind taking a look or sharing it? Anything, you know, anything. And that alone, like, is super mm-hmm. powerful. Like, if anyone is willing to share what you do, it's going to reach new people that didn't know it existed. And especially if these people are hearing it from people that they, you know, like you're telling your friend, your friend's going to check it out because your friend trusts you and your friend will share it because he trusts you and he likes what you make. And someone that that person knows, you know, that they, they have a similar relationship, but you might not know them. They're going to check it out, you know? And like, if they like it also, they're going to fucking share it. And then all of a sudden you're like, you're four people down and that's off of one connection. Obviously it doesn't always work out so nicely like that. And you know, most people are like, Oh cool. I'll check it out and never do. But if you, you got to be you got to be willing to really get out there and like, you know, hang the flyers up if you will, yeah. you know, back in the day, hanging up flyers and you got to really be out there 
willing to really market yourself and just reach out. There's not like there's no harm and just reach out and being like, hey, I did this thing. I think it's really cool. Check it out, please. Sure. Like, sure, it probably is a little annoying to get if you do it over and over and over again. Like, don't be annoying about it or else people stop talking <laughs> to you. But, you know, if you're if you want to launch a store or you want to make a video or you want to, you know, make a podcast or anything, you just got to reach out. Sounds like good advice. The last question I've got for you is one that I ask everyone, and it's what would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail? If I knew I couldn't fail? Holy moly. That would be incredible. <laughs> I would do so much wild stuff. Um, wow. I'd probably start making sneakers, probably make a lot of denim. There's like so many things I want to make. I have like all these ideas of stuff. Um, like I have this like idea I want to do... <laughs> Oh boy, it's so wild! Uh, uh, like a daily, uh, like three-hour show that I would love to do daily, where we just like explore new music and just kind of like bullshit with my friends and explore new music. And what I would do that yeah. if I knew that that couldn't fail. That'd Holy moly! Yeah, exactly. I just want to have fun for the rest of my life. Like, if you're not having fun doing what you're doing, like, do yeah. something else. Like, like life's too short for that. Like, it's so it's so cliche. Whatever. Like. But really, life is short, and you should try and enjoy it as much as you can. Just really get out. Like, if you have an idea for something, go do it. Just go do it. Like, if you fail, which you probably will, at least you can say at the end of you know at the end of your life, remember that time that I I tried that thing I wanted to do? Yeah, yeah that was cool. You know, instead of I didn't do that thing that I wanted to do, and now I'm not gonna ever do it's it. It's funny. It sounds like you're giving the same advice that you heard Kevin Smith talk about way back five six years ago. Serious? Yeah, it's crazy. Like. It's so funny. Like when you're younger and you're always, you know, my parents are annoying. I'm never going to be like, like the older I get, I'm like turning into my mother. It's so crazy. She, like, she like says all that stuff too. <laughs> it's so wild. That's good. Well, thanks for joining me, Nick. It's been really good. And hopefully uh, I can listen to what you've said and sell a few more t-shirts. Oh, that would be incredible. This has been a lot of fun. I've actually really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. You can follow Nick on Twitter at AVYouth and head over to the website, theavyouth.com and you can find all their social channels there. Check out some of the gear, make an order, support a great guy. Then head over to Designed by Humans and check out some of the Putting In Work merch. Don't forget the 50 episode mailbag is coming up soon. I need your questions. You can follow me on Twitter at Johnny himself. And until next week, keep putting in work.